0: Welcome to Illum Radio, a different kind of oldies program that celebrates the tremendous talent of the thousands of people who provided news and entertainment to listeners through the only form of immediate mass media available in their homes during the American Golden Age of Radio, roughly from 1930 through the 1940s. This podcast originates from the seacoast of New Hampshire, and I am your host, John Lovering. Thanking you for listening. Now let's turn back the clock and introduce the rebroadcast of this track's featured program.
1: We now present The Adventures of Marco Polo. Marco Polo, with the aid of the Princess Delana, managed to persuade the great Kublai Khan to give orders that the wedding of King Penten and Beradere Corsini was to be postponed. Eventually, Marco Polo and Toctai received permission to pursue the messenger who was on his way to King Penten. They went together to the foot of the mountains, where they intercepted the messenger. There was a brief struggle, and the messenger fell to the ground, striking his head on a sharp stone. Toctai was horrified at this occurrence, as the Khan had sworn that Marco Polo would die if any harm came to the messenger. Marco Polo and Toktai took the unconscious messenger to the home of Kinsai, the daughter of the robber chief. A physician was summoned, and then Kinsai told Marco Polo that in the opinion of the physician, the messenger would not live through the night.
2: Tell the physician that the messenger must live. Do you not realize, Kinsai, that my life depends upon...
3: Marco Polo, if you are in danger, you must leave here. I would give my life to protect you.
2: Oh, I know that, Kinsai. Marco Polo, you are my friend, but my duty lies plain before me. I am in the service of the great Khan, and by his orders, if the messenger dies, then you are to die. Would you slay me, Toktai? No, I would not slay you. But if the messenger dies, it will be my duty to take you before Kubla Khan. I know it. If the messenger dies, I will willingly go before Kublai Khan. But now I must press on to the city of Zaitun. and I will take Kinsai with me.
3: Are we to be married, Marco Polo?
2: Kinsai, you have been very kind to me... but I do not think I would make you a suitable husband. I am going to take you to Zaitun, where there is a chance that you may marry a king.
3: To me, Marco Polo is a king amongst men.
2: Oh, bear with me, Kinsai. When we are on our journey... I will explain all to you. I desire you to search your heart. Now, do you really love me?
3: I think I do.
2: Oh, you are not sure. Let me tell you that I am not the type who makes a good husband. I am a traveler, a roamer, and I would seldom be home.
3: Why do you speak to me thus, Marco? Are you not willing to marry me? Well,
2: I have told you that I have your happiness at stake. I will tell the whole truth, Kinsai, but not now. We will speak of it when we are on our journey. Marco Polo, I do not know whether I should allow you to leave here until I am sure whether the messenger is to live or to die. I beg of you to allow me to go, Toktai. I will go no further than the city of Zaytun. You can follow me there. I will be waiting. If the messenger dies, I will go before Kublai Khan. Kublai Khan is soon to join to Zaitun. If the messenger dies, you will wait here for Kublai Khan, and I will guard you. It is well. I give you my promise.
3: The physician who is tending the messenger is the cleverest amongst our people. He will do all in his power to save the man's life.
2: I will speak with this physician. Then we will start on our journey, Kinsai. If the messenger lives, I may find happiness. If he dies, I must be prepared to face death. Come now, lead me to the physician. I, I must talk with him. I will see you before we leave, Tokai.
1: Marco Polo had a long and earnest conversation with the physician who was tending the stricken messenger, and Marco promised the man great riches if he could save the messenger's life. An hour later, Marco Polo and Kinsai started on their journey to the city of Zaitun. They were accompanied by some attendants in the stronghold of Kinsai's father, and they made slow but steady progress across the desert. By day, they traveled under the blazing sun. By night, they camped near some cool and beautiful oasis. And so they journeyed on until they reached the city of Zaitun. On arrival there, Marco Polo made his way to the palace of King Pentan. Then he bade his attendants wait while he went for the king.
2: O oh, great and mighty King Pantan, I have performed the task you gave me. Now I have returned to give an account of what I have done.
4: My eyes are glad to look upon you, Marco Polo. But what of my other messenger?
2: I was not aware that you had sent another messenger to
4: the Great Khan until I arrived in Pekin. I thought it safer to send two messengers. What news have you for me?
2: I spoke with the Great Khan, and the Great Khan himself is coming to Zaitun to witness your marriage.
4: So, this is
2: indeed news.
4: But what of my other messenger?
2: He is to accompany the Great Khan on his journey.
4: I take it, then, that the Great Khan approves of
2: my forthcoming marriage? Well, he did not express an opinion. He seemed surprised to think that you should marry a woman who is not of your own race. He says he will speak of the matter when he sees you. When will the great Khan arrive here? It will be another 20 days before he reaches here. Another 20 days? I have already postponed my wedding once. You could not insult the great Khan by having the wedding before he arrives. He is making this journey that he might be present at the ceremony of the great King Patan.
4: True, true. I will not put any insult upon Kublai Khan. I must give the matter much thought. You have done well, Marco Polo. I am grateful that you have brought me this message. I am thinking of marriage myself, O mighty king. They say that many women have loved you, Marco Polo. And they say
2: you have four wives in Venice. Of all the women who have loved me, there is none more beautiful than Kinsai. I have traveled in many places, O mighty king. I have seen many women, but Kinsai is the most beautiful of all. Her eyes are sparkling pools of sheer beauty... Her lips are redder than the reddest rose.
4: Is she more beautiful than Benedetta Corsini? Oh,
2: how should I know, most mighty king? I have never set eyes upon Benedetta Corsini.
4: Oh, I had forgotten that.
2: I can only say that there is no more beautiful woman in the world than Kinsai. Her father is a famous chieftain in the service of Kublai Khan. And I know that Benedetta Corsini could not be as beautiful as the oh, almighty king.
4: I thought that Benedetta Corsini was the most beautiful woman in the world. I'd like to set eyes upon this woman, Kinsai. Her
2: face is veiled, O mighty king.
4: I know it, but you are not of our race. You need not observe our
2: customs. So be it, O king. Should you desire to feast your eyes upon the face of Kinsai, who am I to deny you?
4: I will speak of this matter later. I'm puzzled and worried. I know not why the great Khan desires me to postpone my wedding. Leave me, Marco Polo. I would be alone. Speak with me on the morrow, and maybe I will look upon your promised bride. I will be
2: honored, your majesty. I go now. My father is eagerly awaiting to greet me.
1: Marco Polo hastily went to his father's apartment, and there, father and son greeted each other. Marco waited until nightfall. Then he made his way across the courtyard beneath the balcony to Benedetta Corsini. The lady appeared upon the balcony, and Marco Polo hastily scaled the creepers till he stood beside the woman he loved.
0: Marco, at last you've returned.
2: Benedetta, did you not have faith in me? Did you not know that I would return, even if I had to cross fire and water to be by your side?
0: Come quickly into the room and tell me what you've done. Follow me. Oh,
2: Benedetta let me take you in my arms
0: oh marco i love you i've thought of you all the while
2: and i have thought of you there is a chance a slender chance that i may be able to marry you
0: stand near the door so that we can hear if anyone approaches we're in such danger marco polo to
2: win your love i would face any danger now hearken to me you must tell king pentan that the beauty of women of our race fades very quickly and that if you are unhappy, you will quickly grow ugly. Tell him that you are willing to marry him, but warn him that your beauty will soon fade.
0: Will my beauty soon fade? Oh,
2: for me it will never fade, Benedetta. But you must obey my orders. I have brought a beautiful eastern woman to find Zaitun, and I desire King Pentan to fall in love with her. But first he must be cured of his love for you.
0: You wish me to speak against myself?
2: Yes. Uh, Say that you are bad-tempered. Say that ill-temper runs in your family, and that your mother used to hurl pots and pans at your father.
0: Should I say such a thing about my mother? Oh, you
2: must. Our lives, our happiness depends upon it.
0: I will do it, Marco Polo. Where did you find this beautiful woman whom you brought to Zeitun?
2: She is the daughter of a robber chief.
0: Is she in love with you?
2: Oh, I know not.
0: My servants gossip much, Marco Polo. They tell me that many women have loved you.
2: Oh, what does, what matters that, Vendetta, I... I love but one woman, and you are that woman.
0: Will we ever escape from here? Will we ever find happiness?
2: Hear me. I have traveled over this vast empire belonging to the great Kublai Khan. I have seen many strange and wonderful sights. I have had many strange adventures. But if I escape from here, my days of roaming are over. We will live in my beloved Venice, and we will find happiness together that is my dream benedetta a
0: wondrous dream marco polo god grant it may come true
2: mark someone approaches
0: go quickly you must not be found here
2: i will return tomorrow remember remember what i told you
0: go hide upon the balcony i go my
4: loved one but i will return ah benedetta my beloved i have news for you
0: news for me your majesty
4: the great khan himself is to honor us by coming to Zaitun in honor of our marriage
0: am i to see the great khan you
4: are He has asked that our marriage be postponed until he arrives here. I dare not refuse, Benedetta.
0: Why have you set your heart on marrying me, Your Majesty?
4: Because I love you.
0: Think you that I am beautiful?
4: My eyes do not lie to me. They tell me of your beauty.
0: In the women of my race, beauty fades quickly. I am but 21 years of age now. But when I am 30, I shall be fat and old... My mother is one of the fattest women in Genoa. Mm, so? Yes, and I have such a bad temper, too. I think I inherited it from my mother. Many times has she driven my father out of the house, hurling pots and pans at him.
4: Oh, that is strange, Benedetta. You do not look as if you had become fat and ugly, but as my wife, I am sure you will never handle pots and pans. I
0: know myself so well. I do not think I can make you happy.
4: I think that you will make me happy, Benedetta. I, I came here to tell you that we will have a big marriage ceremony when Kubla Khan arrives. But we shall not await his arrival. We shall be quietly and secretly married tomorrow.
1: now present The Adventures of Marco Polo. Marco Polo and Toktai waylaid the messenger who was on his way to the court of King Pentan. Unfortunately, the messenger was injured in the scuffle, but he was taken to the house of Kinsai, the daughter of the robber chief. A physician was called, and he expressed the opinion that the messenger would not live. Marco Polo was shocked and worried at this news and Toktai pointed out to him that if the messenger died then Marco Polo's life would be at stake. Eventually arrangements were made for Toktai to remain with the messenger while Marco Polo went on to Zaitun with Kinsai. On arriving there Marco interviewed the king and told him that Kublai Khan desired his marriage to be postponed. Meanwhile Kinsai was quartered in the palace Later that evening, Marco Polo saw Benedetta and told her what had transpired. Then King Pentan arrived on the scene, so Marco hid on the balcony outside. And he heard Pentan say that he intended to marry Benedetta Corsini secretly on the morrow.
0: But your majesty, we cannot be married tomorrow.
4: Why not? No one will know. And then we will have a big ceremonious wedding when Kublai Khan arrives. I purchased you as a slave, Benedetta. You shall never escape from me.
0: But I can never love you.
4: You are mine, and I am about to make you the queen of this land. I love you. That is all that matters.
0: If you love me, you should consider my feelings. Do you wish me always to be unhappy?
4: How can you be unhappy as my wife? I bought you in the slave market. You were miserable and ill-treated. I am about to give you riches, servants, luxury. All
0: your riches, all your luxury will never bring me happiness. Because I do not love you, and I can never love you.
4: Enough of this. Tomorrow at dawn, my servants will come for you. They will bring you into my presence, and we will be married according to the laws of this land. But that marriage will be a secret. We will be married again publicly when Kubla Khan arrives. That is my last word on the matter. I go now to tell my servants of the preparations which are to be made.
0: Marco Polo. Marco Polo, you still out there? I am here. Come in here quickly. Did you hear what was said? I heard. What can we do? Oh, Marco Polo, I cannot marry him. I love you. I
2: know you love me, but I've sworn that I will do no harm to King Pentan.
0: Is there no way in which you can prevent this wedding?
2: There is a way. A desperate chance, Benedetta. I have risked my life many times. I have dared many things, but I have never broken my word now i must dare everything for love have you a dark cloak yes wrap it round yourself now the courtyard is deserted and you are going to climb down the ivy with me
0: where are we going
2: to my father's quarters and when pentan comes seeking for his bride in the morning she will be gone
0: but when they find that i am missing marco polo there will be terrible trouble the palace will be searched and
2: they will not find you no one knows that i have seen you and spoken with you Come, hurry.
0: If we are caught, we shall both die.
2: Then we must not be caught. We are making a bid for love, life and liberty. We must risk our lives, Benedetta.
0: I place myself in your hands. I trust you, Marco Polo.
2: I will not betray that trust.
1: A few minutes later, Marco Polo and Benedetta climbed down from the balcony into the courtyard. Both wore dark cloaks. And they were not seen by any of the king's servants. Hastily, they made their way to the part of the palace where Niccolo Polo was quartered. Marco flung open the door and led Benedetta in.
2: Marco, where have you been? I wish to have speech with you. Father, I have brought a visitor. A visitor? I do not think that you have made the acquaintance of Benedetta Corsini. A beautiful lady of our own race.
4: In the detta Cosini here, Marco, this is madness. Do you wish us all to be killed? Oh,
0: Signor Polo, if I have brought trouble upon you, I ask your pardon.
4: Father,
2: this is the woman I love, and there is nothing I would not do to win freedom for her. But
4: she is betrothed to King Penton. If he finds out that she is here, he but he will must
2: have not a... find out. Oh, hear me, father. The king desires to wed Benedetta secretly tomorrow. But I thought he had instructions that the wedding was to be postponed until Kubla Khan arrived. The king decided to disobey those instructions. Father, you must help us.
4: Marco, my son, I desire your happiness
2: above all else, but what can I do to help you? We must hide Benedetta here, and we must enlist the aid of General Tarpinzu. The general will be horrified when he learns that you have brought the lady here. I think not. I have spoken with the general, and he knows the Khan's orders. He will strive to see that King Pentan obeys those orders. Uh, Where is Beno? In that room there through the curtains, but will you let him know of this? Well, why not? Beno can be trusted. Uh, Beno? Beno?
1: I'm coming, Master Marco. Come quickly. Master Marco, you will bring us all to death. You should not have brought the lady here.
2: How did you know about her being here?
1: Oh, the curtains are not thick and I could not help overhearing.
2: You were anxious to overhear. But say nothing to anyone about this. Leave it to me. Go and find General Tarpinzu and ask him to come here.
1: Oh, but suppose he tells King Pantan that
2: the lady is hidden here. That is a risk which we must take. Are you sure you're acting wisely in sending for the general, Marco? It is all that I can do. Now go, Benno. Obey my orders.
1: Oh, as you will, Master Marco.
2: Now, Benedetta, you will go through the curtains into that room where Benno was waiting... And you will remain there until I send for you. The poor girl trembles. She has been through many hardships, but freedom and happiness may be in sight.
0: I have placed myself in your hands, Marco Polo. I love you, and if any harm comes to you, I shall not want to live.
2: If we die, we shall die together, Benedetta. Go now through the curtains. Remain there until you hear me call.
0: I will obey, Marco Polo.
2: Marco... I can sympathize with you. Love is a divine madness. But have you the right to risk Benedetta's life as well as your own? Oh, I know not. But see, the general comes now.
5: Do you desire to speak with me, Marco Polo?
2: Yes, General. You know well the message which I brought from Kublai Khan to King Pentan.
5: I know it. The Khan ordered that Pentan is not to marry until he arrives here in Zaitun.
2: He gave those orders so that I might marry Benedetta Corsini.
5: But first you have to gain the goodwill of King Pentan.
2: I must have time to do that. I have brought with me to Zaitan, a beautiful woman, who may succeed in winning the heart of King Pentan, but unfortunately the king has decided to disobey the Khan's orders.
5: To disobey the Khan's orders?
2: Pentan intended to marry Benedetta secretly on the morrow.
5: He cannot do that. I will forbid it. I am the Khan's representative here.
2: I know it. But all the soldiers and men-at-arms here are under the command of King Pentan.
5: We brought our own soldiers with us, Marco Polo.
2: Would you make war on King Pentan for disobeying the Khan's orders? No,
5: I could not do that. Pentan is a loyal servant of the Khan.
2: There is only one way in which to see that the Khan's orders are obeyed, General.
5: What is that way?
2: You must guard over Benedetta Corsini. Let her be placed in your quarters and guarded by the soldiers of the Khan's army.
5: Yeah, that would be a good idea. But Benedetta Corsini is closely guarded by Pentan's soldiers.
2: Not so. Benedetta Corsini is here. See, I draw this curtain aside. Come, Benedetta.
0: Marco Polo, what does this mean?
2: General Tarpinzu, you are the king's representative. and It is your task to see that his orders are carried out. I place this lady in your care. Her life is more precious to me than my own. And while she is in these dominions, she is a subject of the great Kublai Khan. It is your duty to guard her until you receive further orders from the great Khan.
5: That is true. But how did the lady come to be here?
2: I brought her here, General. Now, will you swear that she will be guarded by your soldiers?
5: I swear it. But King Pentan will be furious. He must not know what part you have played in this, Marco Polo. He will
2: not know. You can tell him that Benedetta escaped from her room... And she came to you for aid, and that you're holding her until Kublai Khan gives judgment on the matter.
5: It is well. I will do that, Marco Polo. But I will make one condition. You are not to seek speech with this lady until Kublai Khan arrives.
0: Oh, but I must see Marco Polo. I must talk to him.
5: Not so. You are my prisoner, and you will be closely guarded until such time as Kublai Khan decides what is to be done with you.
2: You will be quite safe, Benedetta. I trust the general, and I know that he will guard you well.
5: Will the Khan arrive soon? Within a few days. Come with me now. I shall place you under guard.
2: Go, Benedetta. We will meet again soon. The Khan is my friend. He is a just man. Mayhap his judgment will be in our favor.
1: Benedetta went with General Tarpin Zhu. She was given a room in the part of the palace which he occupied, and she was closely guarded by men from Kubla Khan's army. A little later, Marco Polo went to speak with Kin Sai.
3: At last you have come, Marco Polo. I have been so lonely...
2: Have you looked through this wondrous palace, Kinsai?
3: It is indeed a wondrous palace. The king who owns it must be a powerful king.
2: One of the greatest kings in the dominions of Kublai Khan, and that king may be your husband, Kinsai.
3: Have you ceased to love me, Marco Polo?
2: Kinsai, I have told you the truth. I never loved you. I love but one woman. That woman is Benedetta Corsini.
3: You told me that. But I have not yet looked upon King Pentan. Is he old and fat and ugly?
2: He is tall and strong and handsome. Soon he will come to look upon you. Do not raise your veil until I bid you to do so.
3: I will remember. But I will not marry him if I do not like him, Marco.
2: I would not ask you to marry him if you did not like him.
3: Who comes?
2: The great King Pentan comes now with his men at arms. Greetings, mighty king.
4: Oh, Marco Polo, I was told that I would find you here. I wish a few words with you.
2: I am at your service, O King.
4: Benedetta Corsini, my bride-to-be, has disappeared. We have searched the palace for her, and I have been told that you were seen standing near her balcony this very night. Why, what of it? You know where she is, Marco Polo, and you shall tell me. We have means of torture here which force men to speak plainly.